There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's hump day. You're almost over the hump, y'all. Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Good morning. Everything, by the way, everything cat. It's afternoon. Everything cat, also at MyTalk1071.com. You can uh, help us name the very final My Talk cat. There are three options available. All you have to do is go to mytalk1071.com, keyword name. Yay. Now, we are going to start the show the same way we start every show, with the three things Your we mom. think you need to hear to be in the know today. It's the three at 12.03. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 12.03. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Yes, it is. It's the magic number. What does a dog and here it is behind door number one. Where'd you go? Okay, so the first thing we think you need to hear so you can be in the know today is the audio of a woman who was on a Spirit Airlines flight from oh, Houston to Minneapolis. Ugh. After it was announced to the plane that they were going to have to reroute the plane because of a medical emergency, um, a woman on the plane created another emergency um, because she flipped out. It was so awkward. And here's how it sounded. Just before we get there, just I want everybody, if you haven't seen the video, to have the visual of a very angry woman walking up and down the aisles yelling the following. Give me the f- off this f- f- plane! You ought to be f***ing and f***ing at me! You will see me f- you will! Oh, get me the f off She got her wish. She was escorted off the airplane. It's just scary. It's terrifying. Yeah. So they, um, because of a medical emergency, they had to land. They had to stop in Rochester, um, Minnesota, which is you know just south of the cities, uh, and they had to have law enforcement remove her from 
the aircraft and then it and about an hour later it it left for its original destination which is Minneapolis. We don't know what the actual medical emergency was, but I can only imagine if you are a passenger on that plane that starts to feel in that moment a little bit like a big emergency. I mean, is that not just like your well, yeah, it's just shocking. And yeah. it would be so uncomfortable to have to sit there and experience that because you don't know what she's going to do. Right. You don't know what's going to happen. And I don't know if you know this, but the world in which we live, it's just ugh, it's not the time you want to be in uh, <clears throat> in that environment. But, you know, here, can I just I just want to say this one other thing that I'm always, I'm eternally fascinated by the presence of mind that people have when something is happening around them to get their phone and start filming it like that's why we have ta- like you know videos of everything that happens yeah. is because you know people think fast and just start rolling tape on it all right moving along behind door number two let's see what we've got oh you know i love the show this is us and um there are a few kids on that show who play the main stars in their young as their younger selves, mm-hmm. and the ten year old uh, Lonnie Chavis, who plays young Randall on This Is Us, um, he was getting made fun of online because he has a gap in his oh. teeth, and he's ten. Oh, and he had. Why is he even on? Does he like have a Twitter account or something, or where is this? I'm, it's, this is on his Instagram, oh. and this uh, he he made a response. To the people who were trolling him and making fun of his the gap in his teeth. Okay. All the trolls that have been trolling in my comments, uh, talking about my gap. I mean, trolling, period. I mean, I could get my gap fixed. Like, braces can fix this, but, like, can you fix your heart, though? I mean, <laughs> there are kids out here, like, killing themselves just because of y'all hating and trolling and, and doing just crazy stuff. I mean, it's stupid. I mean, is it fun? No. It hurts people. People kill themselves, and you're the one who's making them do it. I mean, fix your heart, though. For real. I mean, I'm happy that I can handle this. I can handle this. I'm not tripping, but but there are kids out here. Like, if y'all kids are watching this, like, don't trip. Be, be who you want to be. I mean, do what you want to do. Do you. Be you. Believe in yourself. That's a smart Isn't kid. sweet? Yeah. Yeah, so again, and so, you know, he posted that video alongside a caption, PSA, yes, I have a gap in my teeth, but braces can fix. When all my baby teeth fall out, I'm going to keep on smiling, though. Stop trolling, stop bullying, fix your heart. To all those being bullied or being trolled, you are beautiful, you are awesome, and you matter. Hashtag oh, fix your heart. That's sweet. Ten years old. I mean, talk to Madonna. She's still got her gap, and I mean, she's it's fine. working for her. Yeah. I believe the children are our future. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Okay, well. Um, file this under celebrities with opinions. And today's opinion is courtesy of one Jerry Seinfeld, who said the following, and I had to read more. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld, Roseanne Barr shouldn't have been fired. What the mm-hmm. what? Let's have uh, a few words from the old comedian, comedian himself. I didn't see why it was necessary to fire her. Why would you murder someone who's committing suicide? Yeah, that, that, that had to be. But I never saw somebody end their entire career with one button push. That was fresh. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, Jared okay. Seinfeld, seriously, in this moment, you want to be the guy who says, I don't understand why we fired her. Now, part of that was, I think, an attempted humor. Like, why do you kill someone who 
might be taking his or her own life. I also think it might be just a little too close to some stories lately that that's not the analogy mm, you want to use. Correct. Okay, Jerry mm-hmm. Seinfeld, I know you've been out of touch for a while. Uh, not really, because he's doing stuff, but uh, maybe he could have paid a little bit closer attention. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really sure what the point he was trying to make was, or at least why it was so important at this moment for him to make that point. I mean, yeah, I don't... Th- sometimes when... Um, Sometimes when a comedian uh, makes tries to make a point like that, I I my question about Jerry Seinfeld is like, is he maybe projecting a little bit? Like, is he is there something that he feels like he needs to defend? That oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure there's a little bit of ego in there. I mean, it's Jerry Seinfeld, so right. that wouldn't surprise me in the least. Right. Um. But. I, I, I yeah, you're right. To your point, Bradley. I'm not even really entirely sure what he's trying to say. Right. Yeah. And I will say he did go on to say uh, the following. I think they should get another Roseanne. They brought John Goodman's character, Dan Connor back. He was dead. They brought him back. So why can't we get another Roseanne? There's other funny women that could do that part. You need to get the comic in there. I, I hate to see a comic lose a job. There's like so many random thoughts because I they don't seem to be related. Like, are you saying Roseanne should get her job back? I hate to see a comic lose a job. Well, I mean, I hate to see anybody lose his or her job unnecessarily, but I, I'm pretty sure Roseanne didn't lose her job. Roseanne lit a match to her job mm-hmm. and then opened, uh, you know, a, a gas can and it blew up in her face. Yeah, that's a bad analogy, but I'm doing a little bit of Jerry Seinfeld, maybe. But um, also, why would we need to bring back a character to play Roseanne? Yeah, I don't like, know. I don't think that that I don't think Roseanne's character. I think that you can achieve through the other characters that which Roseanne provided, and maybe they can't, and then we'll find out. But at least we're gonna we're gonna try. Give them the opportunity. I mean, I guess you know. On the one hand, I, I if I'm going to try to Jerry explain, or if I'm trying to understand what please do what his concern is, mm. you know, I understand that. That, you know, what he might be trying to say is that there are other female comedians who deserve to have jobs. I don't disagree with that. But that doesn't mean that they should be cast in her role that she. I just think it would be weird. Like what, yeah. what actress is going to stand up and want to take that role on? Um also, I mean, it's such an iconic role. It would be weird. You know, it's just like they did bring in somebody else. And no doubt the Connors will have characters we haven't seen before. I don't think they'll have someone replace the Roseanne character. I just I always think back to uh, the Hogan family. Right. When Valerie Harper, Valerie's family, when mm-hmm. uh, they dumped Valerie. Har- Actually, she walked away uh, after a, a big kerfuffle. Um. You know, they had uh, Triscuit Lady in there, Wheat Thin Lady. Sandy Duncan. Sandy Duncan. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sandy did a great job, but she wasn't, I don't think, trying to replace Valerie Harper. No, and she was a fully different character. Yeah. I mean, yeah. um, but the bones of the show were still there. And actually, I, I'm sure that there were some people who preferred it even because it stuck around for more than one season uh, with the new iteration. All right. When we come back, Elizabeth Reese is bringing all the dirt from Hollywood in with a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese has brought the dirt. Hi, friends. Hi. Hi, Elizabeth. I'm doing great. Thank you. It's nice to be here. I do have to start with some sad news. 
And that is the death of Joe Jackson at the age of 89. Mm. So that is the biggest story today. Uh, Joe Jackson died early today. He was suffering from terminal pancreatic cancer. And his son, Jermaine, told the press last week that the family was having a difficult time visiting him or getting information about his condition. Hmm. Um, I wonder why. I don't know. He said his mother was worried sick. You know, Joe and Catherine have lived separately for a long time. Their relationship is fascinating. Mm -hmm. And I was looking back at some of it um, in preparation for this very dirt alert Mm. and uh, looking back at their life together. You know, Joe and Catherine had 10 children together. One child passed away. Mm -hmm. Uh, Brandon, who was the twin of Marlon, uh, passed away just a day after he was born. So nine surviving children. And then... um, Joe and Catherine, there were divorce proceedings initiated twice by her throughout their relationship. Uh, She found out that he had been having a long affair. And so she filed for divorce on March 9th of 1973, but then chose to rescind the divorce papers. The following year, Joe Jackson fathered a child with another woman named Cheryl Terrell, and their daughter was born August 30th, 1974. So that's Mm. Joe Jackson's 11th child. Cheryl Terrell, that's a name. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Catherine then tried to divorce Joe again in 1982, but was persuaded to drop the action then. Um, Joe moved to Las Vegas but then continued to share the home with Catherine in Encino, California. They lived separately. They remained married, um, and she had denied rumors that they were estranged, but they'd been living separately for a very long time. And then, of course, when Michael passed away, uh, he left all of the rights to raise his children to his mother with stipulations that his father could not be involved Mm -hmm. in the raising of those children. Mm -hmm. You know, Joe Jackson, um, also there were allegations of abuse that came out later, particularly from Michael. Michael said that he was very, very lonely as a child and that his father would beat them if they didn't perform properly as they were practicing for the Jackson five. And, uh, Catherine Jackson said that although those, that type of discipline would be considered abuse today, it wasn't considered abuse then. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, and you know, there you go. That's that. That's I think, just a complicated. Somebody going to write a book? It's fascinating <laughs> because you know, there's and when too you, much to keep track and this of. This is what happens yeah. when you start to look back at his life. You know, they got married, and uh, Joe Jackson said that his father was very domineering and strict, and he described himself as a lonely child that had only a few friends. When he wrote his memoirs, his parents separated when he was twelve, and. Um, And so then he moved with his mother, two brothers and a sister, and his father had remarried. And so he, you know, you kind of wonder how that impacts his later life. If Mm -hmm. Catherine trying to divorce him, if he was so obsessed with keeping that relationship together, even though he was with someone else for 25 years, if that had an impact on, you know, that time in his life when his parents split up, if he just had this image that he needed to keep the family together. I just, you know, I when I think about the entire Jackson family and what yeah. a huge family they are mm-hmm. and um, just kind of having followed them through the years, through Michael, through Janet, through LaToya, through, you know, all of the, the Jacksons and seeing how they've struggled whenever they've been met with any kind of trauma, yeah. you know... I wonder, to Bradley's point, if there will ever be a book about it, it won't be able to contain all of the 
actual kind of family drama that, yeah. that exists there. Well, and there have been so many stories that have been told about them. It's like, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, one comprehensive something would be fascinating. Joseph and Catherine were married in 1949. Um, and then four months later, they had their first child. Whoops-a-daisy. Mm-hmm. Um, Rebby. That happens. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> and he was... Um, he was working at a steel company and Joe Jackson then left in hopes of becoming a professional boxer. Uh, so he then took a second part-time job. His wife, Catherine was tending to their family. She was working part-time at, in, at Sears in Gary, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Lots of high murder rates in Gary, mm-hmm. Indiana in the late 1950s. And then of course they went on to have all of their own children, but he briefly performed Joe Jackson with his own blues band, the Falcons. He played guitar, they didn't get a recording deal. They broke up after one of their members founded his own band, and that band went on to become the Spaniels, which was a successful doo wop. I kind of feel like you need to write a book. It's I know. just really intriguing. I mean, there is just a ton of info. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just really interesting. And that's but I didn't just, know. That's, I hadn't heard any of that until honestly, you just said it. I know. Well, and I didn't know a lot of it either. And I think what happens is when someone passes away, you know, and he died at the age of eighty nine. He lived yeah. a very long life. He died of pancreatic cancer. He'd been admitted to the hospital just days before dying. Just his passed away just two days after the anniversary of, of Michael's, Michael's death, death the yeah. ninth anniversary. Um, but I do think that in, you know, it's it's just an opportunity to take a look back at someone's life and tr- sort of see where all of this mm-hmm. came to be. And mm-hmm. there it's a it's a complicated life. And there was a complicated relationship with his children oh, and particularly sure. with Michael. No, oh, for sure. I will say one of the things that is fascinating. I saw this on an episode of Latoya's reality show. Oh I want to say I love that show. I, I need more of that. <laughs> la, 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 life with, with Latoya. <laughs> Anyway, she took Catherine to back to Gary, Indiana, to see the their childhood home, the two bedroom. They lived in a two bedroom. And that's house what I was going to say is it's it's still it's a museum yeah. now uh, for and a memorial really for Michael Jackson. But it is it will blow your mind to think about the Jackson family living in this tiny little two bedroom home. Well, I think about that even with my house in Minneapolis, mm-hmm. you know, when I joke about like, okay, we, we live in a little one and a half story. And I always say like, there's one bathroom and how do people live in this amount of space? And then I laugh like, okay, I'm sure that someone in the 100 year history of my mm-hmm. home raised like nine children Absolutely. in that home. And like, yeah. I can't function. Our with expectations us. of space and yeah. privacy are totally different. Totally today. different. And yeah. the idea of like what it meant to be a parent. I mean, and, and then the generational differences, you know, the older kids said that they weren't abused by their dad, Joe, but Michael said that he was. And, um, you know, and I always think about like my grandmother's family, one of 11 kids and mm-hmm. just the, the difference in the experience that you have in Absolutely. families when you've got that many kids and you have that difference of an age range mm-hmm. of those children. I mean, being ra- it can be like you lived in two totally different families. Absolutely. Oh, sure. Yeah. Fascinating. So Joe Jackson, that's the big story today, passed away at the age of 89. Um, I did want to let you know, too, that the Department of Justice has approved. I don't often start with my dirt alerts. Yeah, the Department I'm of Justice. where are we going here? This has to do with Disney's bid for 21st Century Fox assets. Uh-huh. You know, this is a big, big entertainment deal. Um, they're saying that the DOJ says we'll approve this sale, provided the company agrees to carve out Fox's regional sports networks over ESPN related monopoly concerns. Disney, of course, owns ESPN. And so as they want to take over 21st Century Fox and all of its entities, the concern is, will they own everything? The answer is yes, but apparently not when it comes to the local sports, that they won't be able to have ESPN 
properties and um, those local sports networks like Fox Sports North. Mm hmm. Uh, they've Wall Street investors and many media observers thought that that was probably going to be the potential sticking point. It's a $71.3 billion deal. Um, there are a few other regulatory bodies that need to weigh in to see if this will um, go ahead. And Comcast still in the running. You know, they're putting out their own yep. offers to buy, too. It's just crazy. It's interesting to follow. And there's Big a deals. lot of money on the table. That is the truth. Woo! All right. Thanks, friends. Thank you, Bye. Elizabeth Reese. You can catch your next Dirt Alert at 520 on My Talk 1071 now. When we come back, we need a caller to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds, five questions. We're going to give you 30 seconds That's to answer it. five pop culture questions. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We call it our 30-second pop culture challenge. 30 seconds. Hi, uh, what's who's they're playing today, Colleen? And what is they playing for? Kirsten is on the line. And Holly, what's Kirsten playing for today? Hmm. A copy of the movie A Quiet Place on digital Blu-ray DVD. I could use one of those. Okay, um, the timer. Go then. Could you turn her (laughs) mic off, please? Thank you. The timer will begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okie doke. Here we go. What is the name of Chip and Joanna Gaines' company? Magnolia Farms. The show Stranger Things takes place in what decade? Uh, The 1980s. Where does Harry Potter go to school? Hogwarts. Robert Zimmerman is the real name of which singer? Oh, uh, Bob Dylan. The TARDIS is a time machine in what TV series? Oh my gosh, I have no idea. Doctor Who. Yes! You did! Oh, she didn't let me down. I was going to hurt you. Wonderful, wonderful guess. Kirsten, you did a great job. Congratulations. You won the 30-second pop culture challenge. It's a lot harder than you think. She's going to Paris. No, she's Mm, not. She wins a copy of A Quiet Place on DVD. Same thing. (laughs) What is A Quiet Place? That's the one with uh, Emily Blunt and John Krasinski where they're like... Oh, God. Why would anyone watch that movie? Oh, I can't wait to watch that movie. Because it's supposed to be really good. Why? I love scary movies. Oh, it's yeah. a scary movie. Oh, that's the one. Okay, I am, I approve of that. I thought it was like some dumb rom-com thing. Because I just don't understand the purpose of those movies. Like, what do you need in your life that you're not getting? I love a rom-com. Why? Because they're funny and they're cute and they're funny and cute. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Something okay. to pass the time. Yeah, sometimes you need to escape. Yes. I got my own escape. It's called Doctor Who. All right. Now that we're done with the 30-second pop culture challenge, let's solve some mysteries, and we'll do it in the form of blind items that Holly has brought to us in a segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Well, speaking of escape, let's all escape and do some celebrity gossip yeah. from crazydaysandnights.net. Uh, we have to think about a former A-plus list rapper Got our it. first blind item from Crazy Days. A-plus list rapper. Got it. Exactly. Former A-plus list. Got it. Here we go. With all that is going on in his life, this former A-plus list rapper has always had his design line to keep him motivated. Well, he lost one part a couple years ago and uh, is now about to lose the other. Despite the noise and the buzz, it's a money loser and his deal is set to expire soon and will not be renewed. Hmm. 
Um, Who's the former it, rapper that we always talk about? Because I feel like we have a lot of former rapper ones. Um, I was going to say Dr. Dre. But Snoopy it's Dog. not. Um, the former rapper that we always talk about, I don't even know. Are, are you talking no, about No, I feel Diddy? like we've done... Yeah, Diddy there Daddy. Go. There you go. It's what? Diddy Daddy. Diddy uh, Daddy. It's not the P Diddy, Diddy Daddy. It is not Diddy Daddy P. I was only going to say Diddy 50 Cent because he's in the news, but I know he's not former really. But when you're doing like your music for John Travolta, I kind of feel like you're former. But anyway, what? May I clarify for you? Yeah. <laughs> yes, please. Uh, I think that NT <gasps> Lawyer, the man or person who writes these blind items, considers this person former A plus list. However, they are still making music. Will oh. Smith? No. They're still making music. Yes. And they're still very much top of mind. Eminem? No, we talk about this person a lot. This Justin per- Bieber? This person also... Jay-Z? Everybody. Kanye? Stop. Oh. Yay! Okay. Oh, interesting. It was the former that's, that threw us. Right. Yeah. Right. So NT Lawyer considers Kanye West to not be at the top of his game anymore. Got gotcha. it. And when so he was... Jeezy's or whatever those shoes are called. tongue in cheek. Yeah. Yeezy's. 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 Is that like the European pronunciation? No, it's the Kanye West oh, okay. pronunciation. Let me fill in the blank for you Thank on this blind you. item. With all the things going on in his life, Kanye West has always had his design line to keep him motivated. Well, he lost one part a couple years back and now is about to lose the other. Despite the noise and the buzz, it's a money loser and his deal is set to expire soon and will not be renewed. Ooh. Well, you know, I mean, he strikes me as a person who's been biting off a lot more than he can chew. So it doesn't surprise me. Yeah. I agree. Moving oh, but on. But really quick before sure. we go on, I, the, I I would just say, though, that that does concern me because that does seem to be the thing that he's more excited about. And if he doesn't have that and his music is meh, well, and we've but seen I what we've been seeing, I just think it's going to get interesting. That was just a total ego project. So presuming he has some other ego project to stuff his ego into, he'll be okay. I but. think it's his wife that he's... I'm serious. Just the way you phrased that was awkward. Well, you know. Moving on. Our next blind item from crazydaysandnights.net has to do with a long-running network hit show and two co-stars on the show. So a long-running network show and two co-stars on the show. So three people, three things, entities we need to consider in this blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. Here we go. There is going to be a war all season long on the set of this long-running network hit show. While they were both married, these two co-stars on the show frequently hooked up. They were supposed to both get divorces. One did, and the other didn't. Now the one who did is hooking up with someone new... The one who didn't divorce is actually angry the other person is seeing someone wow. else. This There's a so lot complicated. going on. They were here. married to each other? No. Oh, so they these... were both married to other yes. people. Got it. And they hooked up with each other. Got it. Hmm. Oh. Is this a Grey's Anatomy thing? Oh, gross. And is it, uh, oh, the guy who plays Jackson? Uh, Jesse. Jesse. Ventura? Nope, Jesse. What Wilson? Will Williams? Okay. 
Oh wow, this is juicy. So he got divorced, it's all, and it's I don't ugly. I know what this is. What are what are these names you speak of? One other name. Okay, so the woman. I don't even want to say it. Is it Ellen Pompeo? No. <gasps> okay, read the blind item because I don't know Whoa. what we're going here. There is going to be a war all season long on the set of Grey's Anatomy. While they were both married, Ellen Pompeo and Jesse Williams frequently hooked up. They were supposed to get divorces. Jesse Williams did. Ellen Pompeo didn't. Now, Jesse Williams is hooking up with someone new. Ellen Pompeo didn't divorce, and she's actually angry that Jesse Williams is seeing someone else. Wow, she sounds like a fun person to be around. This is... Wow, I can't. I don't know if I should have this news. Why? It's really, I'm struggling right now. Why? Because I just, it's that's, I don't want there to be a war on the set of Grey's Anatomy because I actually love those two characters. And I don't want one of them because, you know, Ellen Pompeo, she has some power on that show now. And I don't want her. Which is presumably why she cheated on uh, her spouse and then told the guy she was cheating with that she was going to get a divorce and then didn't because she felt like she didn't need to and she could just go around and do some stuff and then be bitter about it and jealous. And now Sounds I'm like afraid she's that a, she's going to try to push him out of the show. Yes. And I don't want to say goodbye to him also because he is easy on the eyes. He's a good looking man. What's his name? His name is uh, uh, Jackson. That's Jackson his character. What? Jesse Williams. Jesse you just Williams. said it. I know, but I just see his face and all I see is Jackson. Um, Jesse Williams. Oh, man. He's a beautiful man. Kind of looks like a cross between that like felon the model. Jeremy Meeks. And um, the that singer from the UK. Adele? Yes. No, totally <laughs> Adele. God, you are the smartest person I know. Um, Seal? No. The, I don't know the, what's the happening. The gay one. The uh, one that um, Jamie loves. Elton him. John? No, God. The new George one. George Michael. Just, no. Sam Smith. Smith. <laughs> Sam Smith. Sam Smith. Yeah. George Michael. Doesn't he look like Jeremy Meeks and George? Or, uh, you know. <laughs> Just Google it. Oh. Okay, moving on. Our last blind item from Crazy Days and Nights.net has to do with two people a foreign born, A minus list, mostly movie actor. And an A-plus list, mostly movie actress X. So these two used to be together. Here's your blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. This foreign-born A-minus list, mostly movie actor, several months ago received a baby shower gift from an A-plus list, mostly movie actress X. It was a picture of herself inscribed with the sentence, It should have been me. Oh, this is awkward. Okay. Um, Foreign-born, A-minus-list, mostly movie actor. Oh, Hugh Grant. No. Okay. No. Now, what? consider the actress first. Oh, okay. Then it might lead you to the actor okay. because they were in a relationship together. Because I feel like the actor is not necessarily a household name. Gotcha. But you could eventually get there. Is it uh, Jennifer Lawrence? Oh. Because I just smelled that. Like she seems like the kind of person that would totally send that, um, that kind of a gift. It should have been me. Okay, so, so now we got to figure a out the A minus list, mostly movie, movie actor, actor that she was with. She was with foreign born, A minus list, mostly movie, movie actor Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, are we ever going to get this one? Uh, I would just look up Jennifer Lawrence X. Okay. That might get you there. Okay. Let's see. Jennifer Lawrence. We're Googling everybody. But they while were we together for a couple of years. I mean, and this oh. person recently just had a child He's with somebody beautiful. else. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that guy's name? Uh, that guy. Nicholas yeah. Holt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Not a household name. Yeah. Here's your blind item. Nicholas Holt received a baby shower gift from Jennifer Lawrence, his ex. It was a picture of herself, Jennifer Lawrence, inscribed with the sentence, It should have been me. Okay. That is. Is that supposed you, to be a joke or is that really just happening. the assiest thing you could ever do? I feel like it's one of those things that it's a jerk move, but then if asked, they'll say they were just joking, but then they actually weren't. You can, and there was oh, totally. sincerity she behind sees, it. She seems like that kind of person that's like, it should have been me. <laughs> I'm bitter. I don't even think it's like bitter. I don't even, I think it's just straight up like psycho. You don't think that's just like insane? I just think that's it's incredibly rude and distasteful. But I could totally see her doing that with a thinly veiled, you know, a nice thin veil of of. um, Oh, I'm just kidding. It's a joke. Calm down. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, first of all, thank you, Holly, for those blind items. Um, You may have heard a new term sweeping the internet: BDE or. Um, we're going to have to censor what that means, but let's just say big Schwantz. Thank you. Schwantz energy. Um, (laughs) but the D word for it, big Schwantz energy. What the heck? WTF is BDE. We're going to tell you after this on my talk. One Oh seven one B D E. What the heck is that? Big Schwantz energy. The D does not stand for Schwantz. It's another word. Wing wing. There you go. Um, Name for Richard. Uh, we're going to tell you what it is on the Colleen and Bradley like they show. They used to call Richard Nixon Tricky Dick. <clears throat> like that. Yeah. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, Everything Entertainment, Everything BDE. Yeah, you know, um, so I was at the gym yesterday and I was scrolling through the social media and then I saw this headline. You know, he got that BDE. And it was spelled out big energy. And I was like, ah, excuse me, what? Mm -hmm. Well, it turns out this all has to do with, I don't know, long story short, Ariana Grande's man, Mm -hmm. Peter Davidson. Is that his name? Yep. Davidson. Mm -hmm. Davidson. Davidson. Yeah. He's apparently packing a lot of heat downstairs. According to her. According to her, Mm -hmm. which can I just tell you, ladies? No. Nobody wants to know. And that's an overshare. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, we mm-hmm. all, sure, you know, that's like Colleen, you telling me that you have. Um, <laughs> I don't like, know where he's going. I, I'm I terrified. think I know where you're going, Bradley, and that's okay. No, like mm-hmm. you have your nipple oh, pierced. Oh, I don't oh. care. I don't care. Okay. Good for you. Oh. Merry Christmas. I hope you have, you know, you enjoy that. But I don't need to know, right? right? Like my life's fine. Anyway, it it was sort of that was that that was the entry point for this article that he's carrying a lot downstairs. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, and it went on to this whole thing about how some men have BDE. Now we have to clarify because BDE doesn't mean that you're packing a lot downstairs necessarily. It also doesn't mean that you're a man. Yeah, so that was actually shocking and surprising to me. BDE is not about the physical attributes of the 
Although it helps. Schwantz, sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's about the energy. So essentially, it is about how a person carries themselves. Yeah. With confidence, with a no nonsense, don't bleep I mean, with isn't me this attitude. Just called swagger. I thought swag, so. Remember, Why like, did we have to bring you know the Schwanz into it? I thought look, we were swag- swaggering. First of all, I thought he was something totally different. And you know, in terms of alternative energy sources, I'm fine. I think it's one to be explored. <laughs> you know, just like natural gas. Okay. You know, yeah. solar power, BDE. I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind a car that runs on BDE. But but it's so weird because it's like it's so absurdly like sexist. Yes. Right? Although there is truth to what it is, right? So we should describe how it's applied to people. Right. Okay, so you know, without there, without like being able to apply actual words to it, as as it, because after all, we are using big Schwanz energy to describe this. It's sort of that a T-shirt that just says BD. Big Schwanz. Write that energy. down. Um, but you know, it's about how a person carries himself. It's that je ne sais quoi. It's the like ability to walk into a room and own the room without belittling anybody else. It's just knowing it's like self-confidence, but not cockiness because as we describe what BDE is or big Schwann's energy is a person who is cocky actually probably has the opposite of LD or MDE. What's these are both described in the article and mediocre or little. Yeah. How do you know if someone uh, else has BDE? Well, according to the the author's art, uh, the article's author, there's a certain gate sort of like you've got a massive schwan swinging around, Mm -hmm. but also a twinkle in the eye. Like if you look right at that twinkle, you can see a schwan swinging in the eye. It's that thing that makes people bogglingly attractive to others, like Pete Davidson. It is. It also is reflected in the way others look at you, like you can see your own big schwan swinging in their eye. So let's just go, like, let's just go through some of the examples they give, uh, because I think this will help, right? It helps to have some real life examples. Honestly, in the real life examples, I totally am here for. So, like, the description is hilarious and probably sexist, and we could come up with a better way to do it. But in terms of how it's applied, I think they're onto something. Okay, I agree, though some of them I disagree with. Okay, so for for the record, Colleen, BD expert. Well, I mean, because in this article, they say Justin Bieber has. Oh, he has BDE. You think so? Yes. Because BDE doesn't like, again, it's a it's how he carries himself. He carries himself with assurance. Like there's a there's a big schwanz. (laughs) Okay, so, okay, more. I'm going to give you some more examples. Okay, so uh, let's see. Idris Elba. Definitely BDE. Biggest is how they put it. Biggest DE. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Springsteen. I don't know about him. BDE. Oh, okay. Yeah. I I would go with that. I would go with that. Uh, uh, Let's see. Uh, InSync. No. Oh, they say yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh Harry Styles. Yes, definitely BDE. For sure. Okay, let's, uh, for for the flip side, well, actually, how about some ladies? Some ladies. Yeah, so this is the other thing is it's not just men, like literally women have BDE. Like Uh, Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett for sure. Rihanna for sure. Yes. All Um, kinds of it. Uh, Martha Stewart. Definitely BDE. Definitely has it. Yeah. Uh, actually, there are a few ladies on this list that don't that don't have it. I think that 
Yeah, you wouldn't maybe say a woman doesn't have it, but you would notice that she does. In terms of men who they say don't have it, uh, they say Ryan Gosling does not have oh, it. Of course not. Yeah, yeah. So I don't and know. All the Listen, cr- feel free to just bring BDE into your day. All the Chris's, you know, Chris Pine, no. Chris Pratt, no. Chris Evans, yes. And yes. I am all here for that. Bradley's here for Chris Evans, BDE. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what is the thing that the person next to you on an airplane does that drives you nuts? Your airplane neighbor is driving you crazy. What are they doing? 651